0: Hello, everybody. We're back.
1: Hi, everyone. This is the Art of Thriving podcast. My name is Matt. And I'm Jody. This is where we talk about the art of living a life that is full, beautiful, messy, all those things. We pray it's an encouragement to you as we learn together. Okay, this is going to be a short but sweet one, right?
0: (laughs) I hope so. Short but sweet.
1: Some of us can be more long-winded than others, but... Let's, we're going to focus this in on a topic that I want to talk about. We've been thinking a lot about, and it's the topic of dreams. So we're going to talk about it. Not the sleeping kind.
0: <laughs> no, I have weird dreams. We don't want to no, talk about no,
1: those. No, yeah. The dream where you're like riding a unicorn through the mall or something and your 10th grade English teacher shows up. <laughs> those are weird.
0: Haven't had any of those lately.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. We're talking about the dreams like this one day could happen sort sort of dreams, like the visionary type dreams, right?
0: Exactly.
1: Okay, so we had a recent experience. Tell us about the story that we just got back from uh, a pretty cool experience in Hawaii, yes, Maui, to be exact. So, tell us about this experience that we just had, or, and related to dreams. We okay. have the story about dreams.
0: Yes. So it it was the week of a lifetime, you guys. It was incredible. It was with the company I work for, and it was an incentive trip that I earned and. I think um, being on a trip that is almost completely paid for just makes it even sweeter. It was awesome. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that you can enjoy it so much more. But back up eight years ago, we were. Um, maintaining miserable in so many
1: ways. We were in our early 30s.
0: Yep, early 30s. And we had just adopted a baby. We had just moved cities. We were restarting a ministry in the city in a place that we had never lived. And my health was a total wreck. And so as you can imagine, we we were a hot mess and hadn't slept in months and months. It was dark days. Very dark days. We were barely holding on. And we had some friends offer their place to us in maui to stay for free for our 10th anniversary and we found really cheap air airfare and we jumped on it my parents watched the kids you guys it was a lifeline in the middle of like matt said dark times okay and so we go and we stay in kihei and we um
1: and it's beautiful and awesome so beautiful great
0: time oh my goodness it was a highlight of the last 10 years yep. one of the highlights and we were driving around the island and um there was a resort in our convertible in our convertible that was one thing we splurged on that's right we did it we went big um
1: we, we were like <laughs> cooking in the apartment like top ramen and stuff but we had a convertible that we drove around
0: that's right that is right um so we're driving around the island and we see this resort and I was like, "Oh, let's just drive in." So we drive into the entrance and there's these big waterfalls and I made the comment. I was like, "Oh my gosh, can you imagine ever staying at a place like this? Who gets to stay at a place like this? That is just like out of your wildest dreams." And
1: it was really fancy and <laughs> I honestly could not imagine staying there. Like I just no, couldn't even picture it. I just Never in a million, even million have- years. That type of dream in my life, which is kind of odd. I never. No, like, we
0: yeah. had never even put ourselves there. Like I would never have put myself there because, when we were in ministry. We lived on a very. Um, it was a tight budget. Tight budget. Frugal. Yeah, and I just felt like, even if you had the money, for some reason you shouldn't do that. Like it was in my mind that you shouldn't do that. So like it
1: was too extravagant.
0: Right. Exactly. So fast forward um, a few years, I'm still miserable in my health, but I joined this health company and shortly after I watch all these people earn this trip to Hawaii, my happy place, and I'm watching their videos and my health is turning around and, um, you know, I'm watching these friends and this one friend posts a video of them driving in to that resort. And driving by the waterfalls. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that is it. That is the spot. And that was probably, oh, man, every time I tell this, I get so emotional. <laughs> I think that that was when it was like, oh, my gosh, this could be a dream for me, too, that could come to fruition. Like, it doesn't have to be for someone else. It could be for me. And that was really a turning point for me. Like, why do I believe that I couldn't have that? Why do I think that that's that's not for us? What is it that has stopped the ability to dream for things like that? Um, And then three years later to earn a trip in that place, in that resort, (laughs) and to drive up um, as someone who got to stay there. And just how, full circle that was, and how, good grief, I'm a mess.
1: Good grief, Um, emotional outbursts—they make uh, me uncomfortable. So we're just gonna breeze right, (laughs) right on past.
0: Whatever. He's so used to it by now, you guys. Um,
1: No, I mean it's a beautiful thing, right? Yeah, it's a dream that. I don't even think you realize you had, but then. No. I mean, from our perspective, the Lord just kind of blessed you with it and said, "No, you're you're valuable enough that you can experience this dream kind of coming true in a lot of ways." So.
0: Yeah, and God has totally challenged that in so many ways in the last three years. Like, why are you limiting me here? Why are you choosing not to believe that this could be for you? Why, why will you not consider this option? And it's because I just have limiting beliefs, and um, areas that I didn't think I could trust him with. Hmm. And, um, I, so many things hindered my ability to dream.
1: Love it. I mean, from my perspective too, I mean the Grand Ralea, like it was awesome. It wasn't my, it wasn't necessarily (laughs) my dream. So it was really fun from my perspective to watch my wife's dream kind of come to fruition and, and all obviously the emotion that comes with that too. And the beauty of it comes with that. So it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm glad we got to experience and, it. I
0: mean, we're not even like resort people <laughs> after being there for a week. Yeah, after I being a week, I become a resort. That type person. of resort, I was
1: like, okay, <laughs> I could probably handle this where they bring my chair out to the beach for me and <laughs> give me extra towels and all that stuff.
0: I'm not gonna lie, it was really glorious, but like that's not what motivates us. And, no. um, yeah, it was just the experience of it all and
1: yeah, it was knowing,
0: yeah, that. I can do something like that and God could pave the way for it. Okay,
1: so let's talk about dreams. That's a great example. But I feel like there's a little bit of an epidemic going around where people are not dreaming or it's kind of frowned upon to dream. Um, I I see a lot of people just kind of settling for status quo. Not even maybe realizing that they're settling, but um, just settling for it or afraid of what others might think if they try something new or... uh, Um, And even in my own life, that's probably true. And then fear, like fear of failure, too, of of Mm. setting direction towards something new in life, whether it's an experience or um, something they're working toward or whatever it might be. So how do you even begin to dream, I guess? And is it okay? Well, actually, I answer this question. Is it even okay to dream from a biblical, theological perspective? can we dream or have ambition in life what do you think
0: um well i didn't necessarily think so for a really long time why not (laughs) because uh i don't know i think i lived in a culture of i don't i don't think people would have said you're not allowed to dream but that was how i felt yeah
1: so there's a little bit of an undercurrent like a subtle um uh if you are you're kind of viewed selfishly or ambitious and that's not okay because you're supposed to give up your life and sacrifice your life and Mm -hmm. um so anything that's related to you gaining some something some experience some some dream that you're kind of building in your head that's not okay
0: yep i would say that's how i felt And I don't think that that's actually biblical. I absolutely know that like everything that I do and think through and hope for, I filter it through God and take it to him and seek him in that. But I think we can be in a place of complacency where it's like, nope, just be content with what you have. Well, there's a difference between being content with what you have and it's okay to want more, to have ambition, to have goals, to be a really hard worker. Because we are called to be good stewards with what we have. And um, we even see it in scripture with the the parable where the person buries their treasure. They're like, well, I'm just going to stay with what I got right here. At least I'm not going to lose it. No, that isn't even... That's not what we're supposed to be doing. Right, right,
1: right. So it's an issue of stewardship. I mean, I think probably creativity, like using the gifts of your mind and your creativity that you've been given to mm-hmm. to start dreaming and creating and um, setting kind of direction for something that's new and and just moving toward health in all areas of life. Like yes. not settling for just what do you call it? Maintaining miserable or whatever yeah. it might be. Whether it's emotional, financial, spiritual, whatever.
0: Yes exactly
1: yeah I don't I don't think God frowns upon you dreaming
0: nope I think that he loves it and even when I watch my kids and ask them you know what is something that you really want to do what are you passionate about if you have a dream what is it like I take delight in hearing those things and sometimes they are absurd you guys (laughs) sometimes the dreams are absurd and that is okay Um, I just think that God takes delight in that. And obviously if they're all self-focused and selfish, then that's a different thing. But I don't think that a lot of the dreams people have are selfish. Um, they can bring greater good to everyone around them or to the world in a certain way. And by us not showing up and going after those, we're limiting what God can do in and through us. Yep.
1: Dude, preach, girl. Yeah, preach. I will
0: get on my. Okay, so
1: we've gone through <laughs> so, this process where we started to dream, from not dreaming to starting to. Dream. How did How did you start?
0: Well, I had to have permission, quite honestly, and I had people in my life saying, "Why are you not dreaming? What is hindering you? What's holding you back? You are allowed to do this." And did you actually? ask the Lord that? Or are you believing things that aren't true? And, you know, the opinions of other people, what, yeah, self-limiting beliefs. And so for me, it started with permission.
1: So give yourself permission to dream, to be creative, to use your mind, to think of different ways of doing life. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So how do you even discern your dreams? Like, yeah. If somebody was to say, where do I even start, like, discerning what my dreams are and, like, sorting through, filtering through all that, what would you say?
0: Yeah, well, I didn't know how, (laughs) so it took me a while. But even um, writing things down, like, what was I passionate about? What did I hope for the future? Um, What did I love doing? What brings brings me joy? Uh, Like, even just thinking through those things and being self-aware of what those are. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really had to sit down and write it out. And that started to prime the pump. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I actually have had this dream. And I have squashed it because I just assumed it would never happen.
1: Can you give me an example?
0: Well, one of them was earning that trip. um, But another dream that I have that still has not happened, and it will, you guys, (laughs) I am so determined, Um, is to take our whole family to Africa and to meet our compassion child, and he is getting older, and our time is getting shorter for that, and we got to make it happen, and I just thought that will never happen, and I always told ourselves that, and now I think, yes, that's a possibility. Why could that not happen? Um, I have such a heart for Africa, and I want our family to see it, and that's not a bad thing.
1: Yeah. It's totally not. I have dreams to have like a successful garden outside. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I need to expand my dreams. We're failing forward in that way. (laughs) Some dreams don't always come to fruition. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I think we talk a lot about the theme of choosing to live differently, too. And I think that's a piece of the puzzle that we're talking about is um, I think paying attention to the dreams that God impresses upon your heart really is a piece to having the courage to live differently, um, to choose to live differently. It's, you're setting your direction or intention towards something different, uh, than maybe the current, the prevailing culture, the kind of status quo of how life is being lived. Mm -hmm. So you're saying, no, I'm going to choose something different because I want to live differently, whether it's in my health, my family experience, my financial situation, my spiritual situation, whatever it might be Mm -hmm. and moving toward that. And act on it yeah yeah so you can have dreams but also like beginning to set the pieces in place to to act on those
0: yeah we have to do something about it it calls us to action and god calls us to action in our life
1: and it could be removing something from your life too which is hindering you from reaching those dreams yep it's interesting
0: and it could be people that are hindering you.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: And that is something that I have learned in the last year. That's another topic for another Don't day. Don't pay
1: attention to the haters. We'll have a podcast There will later.
0: always be haters. <laughs> That's right. Uh, because really, I mean, the top five people we surround ourselves, they are going to influence us the most in what we do daily and yeah. the path that we set for ourselves. That's actually
1: a great action point is like put yourself around people that um, are courageous to dream yeah. as well.
0: Yep, they will influence you absolutely 100% and be around people who inspire you and make you better and challenge you, bring you joy.
1: Yep. Okay, this is a short but sweet one. 15 minutes, way to go. Oh my goodness, there's so so much more to say. So much more to say, but (laughs) we're closing down. So today the invitation is to lift your eyes off your current circumstance and ask the question, what do you want to be different? Think about a year from now. What do you want to be different from a year from now? And then make it tangible. What is what is hindering you from making that happen? What needs to change in your life? Is it your schedule? Is it your health? Is it finances? Is it something in your family, relational? Whatever it might be. Start paying attention to that. There's an invitation there to dream. There's a beautiful thing, right?
0: Absolutely.
1: Okay, that's it for today from the Art of Thriving podcast.
0: All right. We'll be back, you guys, sooner rather than later.
1: Okay. All right. Bye, everyone.